It's a good show. Hey, I'm Ben Katzman, the one who likes to rock, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. Keep rocking. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, here at the Record Company in Boston, Massachusetts, on September 24th, 2018, with the fabulous Mary Lou Lord. Hello! And as often happens... With the Radio 8 Ball Show, if you've tuned in to the show, you've, you know this. Sometimes we have a guest drop out or something happens, and then we get to get to know our engineer. <laughs> and today, that engineer is Sam Nicholas. Yay. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for helping. This is a, it's, I know it seems pretty simple and seamless when you listen to this, but there's a lot of moving parts to putting on a Radio 8 Ball show. And one of those is getting the board and all the getting all the mics set up, and that's what you've been doing, Sam. Yay. You're one of the people. Now, tell us about how you came to be connected with the record company. We're all kind of falling in love with this place. It's kind of funny. So uh, I went to school for accounting, and like, long story short, I wasn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> and uh, the firm I was working for, one of my friends, he was interning here and needed T-shirts made, and we did promotional items. And he was like, "Yo, you should like apply for internship here. Like, if you're not liking it." And I was just like, "Sure." And I didn't have any like. Uh, well, I did do like bedroom producer stuff, like just like my own home stuff. But like, they just let me get an internship, and now I work here, and it's kind of cool. How long ago was that? Oh. Uh, it wasn't that long. It was 2016. So a couple of years you've been yeah, here. Yeah, a couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Mm, cool. And you've uh, you've engineered or worked in like lots yeah. and lots of sessions, hundreds yeah. of sessions? Uh, like I wouldn't say hundreds. Probably, actually, the number I believe is near 60. 60 wow. sessions. Yeah, 60. And you were telling me that you also, you do a podcast here? Yeah, so uh, I do a podcast also, uh, the Sugar Fresh podcast. And I also do a lot of live shows, too. So uh, I do one live show. Uh, it's called the Black Cotton Club. And uh, we just got nominated for a Boston Music Award. So cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. We're, the Black we're, Cotton Club. Yeah, Black Cotton Club. We're super excited. In the Sugar Press podcast, we're going to get something soon. Like, 
But we're trying. We're working on getting syndicated. So one uh, online website picked us up, but we're just we're Sugar still... Fresh Podcast. What Sugar What Fresh. is it? Uh, the nomination for? We're what nominated for category? live music residency. Wow. Of the year, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Well. You're you've been you've been, you've been witness to a few of these musical divinations. Why don't yep. we just dig into it now? What is yeah, let's go with it. what is your question for the pop oracle, Sam? My question is: Should I go with my like gut feelings universe, or should I always go with my exper- like mm. my experiences first? Like use my experiences or just my gut feeling? That's okay. a really good question. That is. Yeah. So what we have now, we are down to two songs left on the board. They are His Indie World, song number <laughs> five, and song number eight, Hammer Down, mm-hmm. or Hammer Down, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. And so uh, we've, we've used the wheel to, the, to pick our songs. Then we move to the Radio 8 cards. And now we are moving to the binary oracular divination tool. You may know it as the coin. We call it the Radio 8 coin. And so now if it, we're going to have Sam flip it. If it lands on heads, it's going to be song number five, His Indie World, is the answer to the question, gut or experience. And if it lands on tails, it's going to be song number eight, Hammer Down. So now, Sam, please flip, flip the radio. Let's try it again. And now flip the Radio 8 coin. Okay, that does count. It's heads. It's heads. His indie world. The answer to the question: Should I go with my gut or my experience? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I haven't played this song in a long time. Uh, actually, Joe, can you tune that a little bit? Yeah. Well, that sounds great, Joe. <laughs> I don't think I fit into his indie world Guided by voices and velocity girl Eric's tripping rocket ship Ranted a rocket from the crib Bikini killing, build a spill Explain a scene and I don't fit He says my songs are too deep and gloomy He wishes that it could be more like Jenny to me Just give me my Joni, my Nick, Neil, and Bob You can keep your tsunami, your slant six and small What's the story? He said, butter glory I said, what's the news? He said, the silver juice It's heavenly hang-up It's getting me down And it's making me wonder why he's hanging around Cause I don't fit into Huggy Bear and Helium and Half Japanese Sebado and Centrado and Super Chunk and I don't know Doug and Lou and Calvin too and Kim and Kim and Kim and Kim Yeah, I'm stuck in the past and he's stuck on his four track But I can't get through to his one track mind I'll press play and record in a major chord and maybe I'll win his heart this time Yeah, maybe I'll win his heart this time 
his oh, indie world. Man. Another song that I feel like was also that was that was the third song that was on that uh, forty-five. I don't know. Maybe I think it was. It, oh, yeah. that was an EP. It was on the EP. It was. Oh, maybe yeah. That was on the EP. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, sorry, but yes, his indie world. I love it. <laughs> I love that song. Well played, Joey Boston, and well sung, Mary Lou Lord. <laughs> that was the answer to Sam's question. Go with the gut, or go with experience. Hmm. So, rather than worry about interpreting it at first, I mean it's kind of literal, but I maybe I feel like it's very clear because I know all the things you're referencing. Hmm. Maybe some new listener might not know any of those. Well, may might not know who you're referring to. So, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Oh well, I was had a friend. Um, his name was Ryan. And um, I was kind of hanging out with him for a while. And indie, uh, lo-fi, whatever, it was kind of still new, right? Um, And my friend Ryan knew everything about indie rock. uh, And I didn't really know a ton. Um, And I was really a folky. I love folk and... You're Joni Mitchell, you're Nick yeah, Drake, yeah. you're Neil Young, and you're Bob Dylan. Yeah, right. you know, but it was, but there were bands that I really did really love, like mm-hmm. whatever um, these indie bands. Um, there were a lot of bands in that song reference, and I did love them all. Um, it was just a cute little song. I thought that um, it was a, definitely like a snapshot of the day. Yeah. Um, and At the time, it was very prescient. Like, I'd say half of the bands that you referenced, I learned about after I had heard the yeah, song. Yeah. So it was very hip at the time. Yeah. And, and then there's like, uh, there's uh, that Kim and Kim and Kim and Kim <laughs> is a very, is a hilarious line. Kim and Kim and Kim and if Kim. You were, if you were around at that time, who do you, who are the four Kims? Um, Kim Warnick, for sure. Um, Kim Deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, met Kim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimya Dawson. Kimya Dawson. Uh, she was she was younger than this, but she was coming into the mm-hmm. picture. And um, there was just a lot of there's Kims, a lot of Kims you know in I mean? our generation. Yeah, there yeah. were a lot of Kims uh, in the um, in yeah. So I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's I. It's I remember it. It's, it was a hilarious song at the time. And because I was thinking, what Kim should I put in? I'm like, oh, I'll just put them all in. <laughs> yeah, Kim and Kim and Kim and Kim. So, so Sam, what did you think about that as the answer to your question about gut or experience? And when you say experience, what do you mean? Like, I've had experience, so I'm I'm referring yeah. back to things that I've that have already happened and yeah. acting from that. Or decisions, yeah. probably too. See, exactly. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah. like, you have like a gut feeling, but you're like, before, like, you're trying to like, you have a gut feeling about something, and then like, you're trying to go off your experience from the past, yeah. or you try to refer to other people's experience right. to help you dictate your decision. That's a great but, like, but you already have a gut feeling, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So sometimes, yep. I don't know, should I go with the gut feeling or experience? Well, what did you think about that? Did you find anything in that song that related well, so to that? I, I did, because one, I'm like a very, I love, like, I'm a 90s baby one. So, like, I just, I love everything 90s. So that was kind of cool about, like, the indie band stuff. Like, I thought that was really cool. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was, like, one specific line, but I felt overall like my the answer that i got was like gut feeling like the Mm -hmm. feeling of the song was just like it felt like spontaneous Mm -hmm. so i feel like the answer would be like go with your gut like there's a reason why you feel that way your gut is part of your uh what what you your 
experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that is that is the ultimate. Right. Uh, what your the the to totality of your experience mm -hmm. is in your gut. Mm -hmm. You know whether you know there's a little voice in the back of your head that lives in your gut. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> and you know right. uh, when it makes you feel a certain way, mm -hmm. even if. You can't put your finger on or whatever. Like right, 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 right. I think so. That's such a good question. And one of the things I love about this song, because I, I'm, I wasn't necessarily as, you know, as hip to that scene as you were, but I was living in it. I was living in Olympia, and that sort of like insidery indie aesthetic that is very olympia oh is and maybe that's, it's every place the, that's the uh, it was uh ground zero yeah for that kind of thing and there was to me and this is what i said at the very beginning of the show when i first introduced you at that time and it's still that way but at that time particularly olympia was very for a sweet little crunchy granola town, it was could be really hard and could be really cruel and oh, impenetrable. Yeah. yeah. And do it Yeah. And you stuck out because well, first I didn't of all, fit in. well, first of all, because you, for, I felt like you were in a lot of ways head and shoulders like more. I guess you were just closer to my aesthetic of music that I liked. I don't want to say that you were. I don't believe anything's better or I worse. Think, I think but, that I was lucky that they embraced me, and the yeah. reason that they did. Um, is because they knew that I, no matter what kind of music I was, no matter how I looked or dressed or what, I had an ethic that was, mm -hmm. I'm not waiting, you know, do it yourself. Yeah. Um, DIY. And even if it meant, you know, standing in a subway and playing for mm -hmm. strangers for no money or whatever, whatever yeah. I did, you know what I mean? And I think that they, they really respected that a lot. And I, I learned a lot from them as well. And, um, granted, they were a bit younger than me, um, and and all those bands and and Ryan too. They were way cooler than I was. I was a dork. I but was I like think a folk dork. But that's the thing. What I rem what I remember was that this was this song was my was an was a way for me to get to gain entrance aesthetically to that world, in part because, like I said, you were very much thriving in that world. But you also didn't have you. Maybe you call it a dork. I just call <laughs> it that you were really kind that you were like you were you were listening to other musicians and you weren't like we'd play an open mic together yeah. and it didn't matter that i didn't have tattoos and i didn't uh -huh. have a, her a fledgling right. heroin yeah. addiction you still <laughs> were you know you still wanted to like hear what i had to say and you were gracious and kind and and very open and it allowed me so then i got of course i was like oh she's great i love the music and i think she's great mm. and i ended up buying that single that was the first time i really clued into bikini kill and mm. it became my yeah. way of entering Cool. that world of music that and that song cool. and what you did that's really nice and yeah. so yeah, something about like i i think it is a gut thing because you weren't approaching that world like strategically there was no motive. yeah there's no strategic there no you were motive. there when, you, when yeah. you're doing something for the right reason right like how we talked about like you can't buy cool and mm -hmm. cool doesn't know it's cool uh, mm -hmm. Right, you set a bar like these people. Yeah, that that um so I, that I knew some of these people. Yeah. that set a bar. Mm -hmm. uh, they never thought of themselves as cool. They never set out to do this uh, mm -hmm. monumental thing that they might have done. Uh, yeah, you know, win a Grammy or 
whatever with Sean Cole. You know, like this is just a thing that it's a calling. And when you feel like you you kind of can't, <clears throat> you don't even have to think about it. You know what I mean? It decides for you. That's your gut. Yeah. When you yeah. can't not do a thing. Correct. Does that does that help? Yeah, it does. It so, does. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to bring this bring this uh, pop oracle divination in for a landing. But before we do, is there some particular thing that you are looking at as far as approaching with your gut or with your experience? Interesting. Uh, yeah, I would say I have. I feel like I need. I shouldn't say I feel. I feel like I need to be displaced from Boston for a short period of time to grow within my music. Mm-hmm. destiny so i feel like whatever that is like i just sometimes i feel like it's been atlanta atlanta and toronto mm. and my girlfriend's actually been talking about like should we move to canada like i don't know <laughs> like and i've been like i've been thinking about toronto and uh yeah and it's kind of like i've only lived in boston my whole life so my experience is telling me like yo you're already like you're mm. familiar with this area you're familiar with what's the scene what's mm-hmm. going on like and people know you're out here so you should stay but a part of me I went to Atlanta last month, and I just felt very well received when I was out there. And actually, people were like, "How long are you gonna stay out here? Are you gonna stay longer?" And I was like, "Yo, people like me more out <laughs> down in Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's more demand for me in in Atlanta than than there is it's in Boston. It's always that way. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> your own town, they, they can give a crap. Yeah, yeah right? you moved to oh, you moved to Olympia. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, it's always always like that. You know? So it's just like. And then when you do well in Atlanta, like he's from Boston, yeah. don't you know that? <laughs> yeah, you know right, mean? right. Because so, they they adopt you yeah. like oh if you do well in wherever Toronto or You're Atlanta, right, right. it'd be like Boston's own. Yeah, right, yeah, right. right, exactly. So like I think that's. <laughs> like my conundrum where it's like I just I love Boston I love being out here I'm just familiar with everything out here huh. but a part of me thinks that like I just need to go with my gut and just like just jump into something and just like do it and if I fail I can, I can always come back yeah. totally. but I'm like afraid to fail too at the same time I guess that's the other thing too my gut's telling me it's okay to fail. Yeah, and I think the synchronicity here is very like there's a lot of synchronicities yeah. with that. Now that we know that story and we, if we apply that mm. to that song and yeah. Mary Lou's experience, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, like, right, right. We have two that? Boston artists who had to go. You know, I guess I mean to the in a certain extent that was my case too. I I went to high school in Boston. I moved out to L.A. and started acting in films, and uh-huh. I couldn't. That would never have happened to me if I'd stayed in yeah, Boston. Yeah, right, right, exactly. That's you know what I mean. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.